Sorry, let's start this again, Hendo. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, mate? Oh man, what what do we do about this AI thing? You want me to kick him out again? You kicked him out last time, didn't you? No, I didn't kick it out. But oh, you didn't kick just, it out. Does it attend all of your meetings? It's kind well, of weird. No, I, I don't know. I don't really have that many meetings. <laughs> How did it know we were here? I don't know. Dude. <laughs> I can't kick it out. Do you want me to kick it out? Yeah, kick it out. Kick it out. <laughs> what the fuck is it doing here then? How, I have no it, idea. Is it something that I let, let's leave it here. Let's see what happens. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so you're still in Adelaide? I am in Adelaide. Yeah, I fly back uh, tonight. Just did uh, two days of judging at the Royal Adelaide Beer and Cider Awards. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, it was pretty good, actually. The, the beers are pretty good. They didn't make us do, like, a lot of beers per day. I was only doing about 40, 45 beers in a day. But the difference with the Royal Adelaide Beer and Cider Awards judging is it's strictly one beer at a time. One wow. beer, judge it, talk about it, score it, then you get your next beer. Like where, Whereas at the ARBAs, you can do, you know, a few, half a dozen, whatever. Or if you're um, like Brendan Varis back in the day from Feral, he used to get like a dozen IPAs all lined up and he just can smash them out like that. It was amazing to watch. But yeah, so none of that. That's interesting. So you can't time. compare the beers, basically. I mean, you can compare them, but you, you have to kind of remember. That's not your job as a judge. No. To but... compare them. You, that's a, actually a bit of a bit of a bit of a no-no, actually, is comparing um, beers against each other because they're there on their own merit and they, right. and they have to be assessed on their own merit. So how does it change the outcome, not having them both at the same time? As in judging one beer at a time? Yeah. I, 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 there's some, I, I think there's some pros and there's some cons about it because the pros are is that you're just dedicated to that one beer and um, you... You always give the beer that you're judging your full attention, but it's just like the conversation is just about that beer. Um, and then you go and move on to the next one. I guess the downside in it is it's very slow. Yeah. And not particularly efficient. Um, I, and it probably would be a little bit easier on the stewards out the back as well by doing one at a time because there's, you know, if you if you tell a steward to bring six beers out and there's five judges on a panel, right, that's 30 glasses of beer that need to be put together. And that takes a bit of time and it puts a lot of lot of stress on the um, the steward teams and stuff like that. But um, So is that normally how it works? You you ask them what to bring you as opposed to them bringing yes. you? Correct, uh, yes, yeah. But you, you, it's not a, like, a, it's not a, a um, like, it's a symbiotic relationship between judges and stewards, right? Um, because um, you're not, they're, they're not, um, you're not there to, you know, tell the stewards what to do. They're not below you. The, the judging can't happen with without both of you acting as equals, right? Yeah. And so it's a it's a team effort, you know. And so you have to um, you have to basically um, be that you know be working together. And so sometimes that means that you're coordinating what beers are coming out and when. And um, you know, usually the order is set. Um, but um, um, but yeah, that's. That's basically how it goes. So yeah. So if, <clears throat> with the normal method, if like while you're not comparing beers, would you let's say you had three beers in the same category and you, you're onto the third one, 
would you ever, would the conversation ever send you back to the first one and you go back to the first one and try it and rethink what you, what score you gave it? No, never. No. Okay. Never. So it's just um, an efficiency thing, really. Yeah, of course. Yeah. So it's, it really is an efficiency thing. It's yeah, no, we, you, it's, that's, that's a big faux pas to do anything that where you're comparing uh, one beer to another beer in a flight. It's just, yeah. you know, the only time where something like that would come up for consideration uh, is in trophy rounds, which is right. that's what you actually do in trophy round because you've got all of the gold medal winning beers, um, you know, of a particular style class, and then you're comparing them to each other. Yeah. And because your job is to rank them, but all those beers have already won their gold medal, right? So you yeah. know they're going to be good because they've already got a gold medal. It's just which has got that X factor to sort of look at it to land the trophy and that sort of thing. So, so yeah. at, at that point, you what do you get shown? You you get shown. Do you know it's a beer that you gave a gold medal? You don't know that, do you? You just know that you've got a, it's a gold medal winning beer, and you know the category. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. It's pretty good. Hey, you know what else I did that was really interesting. <laughs> During judging, no, I brought, I brought some AI into judging. Oh, really? Yeah, because one of the things that's really um, that that is a constant source of a need for improvement is the brewers' feedback, the the judges' notes to give the brewers feedback about their beer, right? Yeah. Now you've probably you've read a lot of judges' feedback over the years and that sort of thing. How do you find it? Oh, it's hit, hit and miss, but it's it's useful. Yeah, it's useful, but it's really yeah. difficult to interpret, right? Yeah. And so, um, and so, it's really interesting. So, the Royal Adelaide Beer and Cider Awards actually uses the same um, software stack for judging and scoring and everything as the Royal Queensland shows. So it's it's RNA's um, software, and they just license it, right? And um, and so, one of the so I've used that system before, right? And so, one of the really interesting things about it is. Um, when you're on the judging screen, when when the panel is talking about the beer and giving their panel score, you actually can see all of the judge notes that all of the individual judges have made, right? Right. And so, and what you can do is you can click a particular judge's thing, and that pops up into the field above, and and that becomes the feedback that goes back to the brewer. Right? What have you got there? A tablet or something? Or I had my laptop yesterday, but I used my tablet. Yeah. That was fine. And so um, so I, I, I went, ah, you know what? I wonder if we can actually get ChatGPT to write meaningful feedback. And mm. so, so I pulled up a ChatGPT window. Nobody, I'm going to prefix this, so nobody got a ChatGPT brewer's feedback, but I just did it as a little experiment. experiment yeah. And um, uh, and so uh, what I did is I just copy-pasted, copied all of the judges' feedback, and I said to ChatGPT, I said, um, um, I'm currently judging at a beer competition according to Brewers Association style guidelines. Can you help me to um, collate the feedback from different judges and and give give some meaningful judge feedback for the entrance? And this goes, yeah, sure, I can help you with that. No worries. And I said, right, I'm I'm currently judging American style IPA, and we're using the Brewers Association style guidelines. And it goes, yep, cool. I'm like, all right, no worries. And I just copy pasted in the judge feedback, and it came back with like full on like meaningful feedback. In fact, really, I'll, I'll see if I can bring it up. I'm, I don't, I'm not going to. I can I can do this without sort of talking about a specific um, uh, beer. Yeah. Right? 
but judges, you know, they they write things very, um, you know, straight up sort of thing, and 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 so they, just yeah. just to clarify, when when you're judging, the judges are writing those comments for themselves, and then at the end, someone writes a co coherent statement to that the brewery sees. Correct. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's really just in that early stage when you're doing your own sort of self reflection. It's just about. Uh, making notes of what you observed and all that sort of thing, right? Yeah. So, um, so basically, I copy pasted a whole bunch of stuff in. Uh, what have we got here? Americans, uh, yeah, I won't say the style. Uh, in fact, uh, yeah, no, I haven't revealed the style. That's fine. Um, and so basically, so I copy pasted all of this stuff in, and it basically said this such and such style of beer received very varied feedback from the judges. The appearance ranged from slightly hazy to copper coloured with varying levels of foam retention. Aromas included notes of dustiness, cheese, dry hop, lupulin, onion, garlic, diesel, resin, and grassy hops. Flavours ranged from citrusy and jammy to marmalade-like, with some judges noting a slight sweetness from higher alcohols. Bitterness mm. levels were varied, with some judges suggesting it could be a higher and more balanced with the sweetness. Some judges mentioned a thin mouthfeel and a slightly dry or minerally finish that may not be appropriate for the style. Overall, the beer was generally considered good, but could benefit from minor formulation adjustments to enhance hop aroma, bitterness, and balance. That's insane. That was chat GPT. That's, That's GPT-3 as well. How accurate was that in terms of an overall oh, assessment? Wait, the first, the first one I did, and I was just like, ah, this is this is going to be shit. You know, it's not going to do much. I was doing a different style, and and I did the first one, and I said, yeah, just give me feedback in in um um you know in fifty words or less, and and it just came back, and I just went, holy shit, that's really meaningful stuff, you know. Wow. And then I just kept copy pasting judge notes in, and it was phenomenal. That's absolutely phenomenal. Right. My my mate that I do the other yarn solo podcast with Jared, um, he builds apps for teachers, and he's got one. He's just built a whole lot of little tools and stuff for mainly for PE teachers. But he built one little thing, which is just an interface with ChatGPT, and you put in a few words about the student. You kind of say, you know, this student is, um, you know, a generally a good student but is struggling with this particular thing or whatever and then it spits out like a paragraph that's like a really nicely well-written feedback of the student yeah. that you can put into their report card yes which is basically the same thing as i mean your your usage sounds more advanced than that but it's kind of the same thing yeah it it was interesting experiment i don't know i might reach out to the rna guys and and why see. wouldn't you use that if it's a better better content as a starting point, I agree. Yeah, and it's a time saver too. Yeah, you know, it, it achieves those two things that a judge needs when they're judging, which is but it's useful because basically you're you're saving time, um, and you are creating better content and better feedback for yeah. the um uh, for the judges. And then I started sort of telling it, you know, oh, you know, um, um, <clears throat> where um a characteristic such as appearance um scores low. Um, um, and there is uh, conflicting judges' comments about, you know, some might say too much haze, one judge might say not enough haze, for example, example, and just say where the score is low, um, provide the feedback about the most negative stuff and don't worry about the conflicting. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. so that stops that. And it just you just have the conversation and you just tell it to improve and it just does it. It's just fascinating stuff, eh? That is pretty crazy. I wonder. I wonder where it's going to go. Whether it's going to be like judges using ChatGPT or the the judging software just 
puts some of those rules in and does it itself. You know, like yeah. the, the rule you just said could easily just be written in code and it could just be every time it it kind of does that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's pretty amazing. Very good. Um, how'd you go, Gabs? It was fun. It was a good. It was good. I, I was so dusty because we had dinner with Mazin the night before. Oh God! <laughs> yeah, we drank a lot of wine. Oh I know. Well, yes, I, yes, I, I was there. <laughs> how, long, how long did it take you to get home from the? Uh, well, that's that's coming up in the twelve questions. So we'll we'll leave. <laughs> Is it okay? Cool. <laughs> Uh, but that was dude, really I good. So many people came up to me and said they're one of the twelve. So many. Yeah, it was cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. Um, I had a good time with you, with uh, with you and um with Mazin, and and we should um do that again. It's really interesting, um, watching guys talk talk with each other. <laughs> Why is you that? Know? Oh, you just have you just have very, um, you know, interesting perspectives of on of stuff that I'm interested in and past events and 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 you're both very um insightful and intelligent and it was just really interesting to watch. Yeah, he's I've got a lot of time for Mazin. He's a good guy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That was I'm fun. Just the, I'm just the the dickhead just sitting there observing. No, 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 that was good. That was good. <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot. Might, might not have been pretty... the best idea to do it the night before Gabs, but yeah, well, yeah. here we are. Nah, but it, but Gabs itself was pretty good. It, we just went to the meeting session, uh, evening sessions. Sorry, and um, Gabs was um, Gabs was pretty good, and I had a good time. You know, it was um, lots of fun, and talked to heaps of people, and yeah, it was great. Yeah, I had a good time. I couldn't believe how many people came up. Definitely more than twelve. That was that was awesome. I think so. Might be a multiple of twelve, actually. So, yeah, that's. Did possible. they all want to see the um the muscle shirt? Yeah. Well, I, yeah, yeah. They, they wanted to see that, and um, we I think had one one person said they follow my new cooking TikTok account as well. So okay, that's good. You've gone viral. Excellent. <laughs> um, if you haven't seen the photo of Dan in the muscle shirt, not the singlet or tank top, um, you need to go to the boss and the brewer facebook group which is at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boss and the brewer um and you'll actually see that photo so if you're listening you want to see the photo you want to see dan in a muscle shirt it's basically a boss and the brewer t-shirt where he's cut the fucking sleeves off uh yeah it was pretty bad i kind of didn't really consider it because i I wanted to wear it to the meetup but then obviously we just went to gab's after the meetup so i was walking around gab's in this thing for four hours which wasn't all that smart (laughs) it's all right it was fun you got guns. <laughs> All right. Um, not much. Oh, I think we have another copyright block. Oh, come on. On YouTube. Sorry. Let me find it. We cannot yeah, get another copyright strike, mate, because if we get three, they will delete the channel. So we need to deal with this one properly this time. Oh, God. Okay. So it says a copyright owner using content ID has claimed some material in your video as a result your video has been blocked and can no longer be played on youtube this is not a copyright strike this claim does not affect your account status oh okay interesting you uh, know what, you know what it was what was it it was that very very brief snippet where we showed the tiktok video of all the moffat beach awards right. and the audio was playing we are the champions oh for fuck's sake <laughs> so yeah we are the champions wmg um, but then, but then I did. So if you do how to unblock your video, because YouTube has a thing now, if you upload 
I'm pretty sure it's YouTube. You upload yes. video with content in it that it doesn't like, it will take it out for you. Yes, yes. Yeah, you can edit <clears throat> videos on that you've published. Yeah. And, and I so think what I, you, this- what I do that a lot with my YouTube channel because I look at my watch stats and, and you see dips in retention and stuff like that. And obviously you're talking about something that's boring. So I cut yeah. it out. Yeah, right. Um, but see, when you when I click on the view view options, right, it takes me to a screen that says status overview, channel not affected, visibility public, and said content I did I did in this video is listed below, and it says no copyrighted content was found in your video. Oh, okay. So so if I and then if I go back to the does channel, it say you have to do anything or no? We we'll go back to the channel. So that was wait, is that number eighty? What was that? Would have been seventy nine, was it? Wait, what video was that? Mm-hmm. Seventy nine. So that was episode seventy nine. If I go yes. back to the channel, click on videos, it's on there, and it has normal amount of views. Okay, so that's fine. I think we're good. It must have done a review or something, and it probably just got flagged by Content ID, and then something's coming. Up, someone's kind of had, come and had a look at it and go, "Nah, that's fine. That's fair use." Yeah, sweet. Okay. You've got to make sure that if you're, um, like, if we do that, then in the recording, our faces have to be on the screen at the same time. We did that. Did you? Well, I don't. Well, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't actually watch the recording back, but yeah, you got to make sure that we're on the screen because it's fair use to do a React video and play copyrighted content, but it's not fair use to just play the copyrighted content. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, look at the when we record it back. But I know when I saw it, I could see our faces. Yeah, it's only when we're in share screen mode. That's all. Yeah. So, well, it's good. There you go. All right, that's good. Dodged a bullet. All right, latest ABAC complaints. We got what do we got? Three. So, Lion. Someone made a complaint against a billboard that Lion had up, saying that you could that kids could potentially see it. Which was dismissed because that's stupid. Advertising two is new at the Castletown Shopping Centre in Townsville. Uh, alcohol advertising. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, all right. Yeah, that's pretty silly. So they're okay. just saying you can't actually target a billboard. So no, that's right. Yes. Someone, some fuddy duddy out there's going, oh, you can't do that. Yeah. Um, These other two are pretty. Billboards, billboards are part of the APAC code. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what like you know, like the content of it, and you're not going to put a fucking billboard near a school or anything like that. It's, doesn't make sense, you know. Yeah. What's this one? Cheeky monkey brewing great beer takes years of hard work and practice. The hard work and the practice, and it's Steve Austin chugging beers. Two beers at once. That's what he. That's what Steve Austin does. Waterfalling, I think. Is that what it's called? Is the term. Yeah, because my kids do it because I tell them not to drink out of my um water and so yeah. he waterfalls it. Okay. Um and also there it looks like the beers have been super have, you know, they're put in Yeah, they photoshopped their own beers in. Yeah. Yeah, okay. It's just not, not understanding what ABAC is, isn't it? I mean Well I can't do that. I think that the, the adjudication was fair because it said the panel upheld the complaint, finding that the post breached the requirement against promoting Rapid consumption of alcohol. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. And the next one. Oh, um, I didn't see this one. Wait. Booze, mate. Liquor clearance. Oh, yeah. Sober is boring. Sober is boring. 
Yeah, fair enough. Can't do that. Sorry, we're too drunk to open. Yeah, no, you can't say that. <laughs> There's a typo there in the article. Um, accepting the breach and removing the signs. Yeah. 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 Um, uh, Carlton Draft, AFL footy tipping competition that the promotion run by the Fanzo footy tipping app. A free beer was awarded to winners. Tipping the correct margin was predatory and marketing by incentivizing two of the most problematic things in society, gambling and alcohol, was the quote in quotes. Everybody knows that alcohol lowers your inhibitions, which would in turn make the individual less likely to be in control of their gambling habits of alcohol consumption, the complaint argued. Fuck off. I get it, but nah, that's just weird. I think they agreed because it was dismissed. Was it? Good. Yep. Um, all right. I didn't I didn't have that much news. I think I only had one more. Oh, the Perth Beer Awards was the last thing I had in here. Rocky Ridge just absolutely fucking smashed it. Yeah, but the beers are so bloody good, though. So good. So good. So um, they won champ. They won. I think they won the champion beer for the second year in a row. Because remember last year they won with that Grzitzki? Yes, that's right. Um, what what do they win this year? So they won champion beer. They won champion large brewery, I think, and two other trophies: IPA. Yeah. Champion large. Yeah. IPA. Best India Parallel. Maybe one more. Crazy. Yeah, that's amazing. And this, these guys, King Road, do well too because this is one of the breweries I went to. It's just out of Perth. It's fucking awesome. It's a massive brewery. Uh, um, where is where is it? So it's it's about 20, 30 minutes out of Perth. Like in Swan Valley or something? Kind of south, I think. Yeah. Um, amazing brewery. Yeah. Huge tap room. But yeah, they, they, when we were there, they had an IPA on tap and it actually won the ABA IPA award the year before, the trophy the year before. And they've, they've obviously won the Perth one again with the IPA. Yeah. I'm just looking up where it is. Where is and they won Champion Small Brewery. Oh, just straight west of Rocco, Rockingham. Okay. Yeah, right. Have a look at the pictures of this, John. It's like, it's like Sanctus, but like on steroids. Yeah, right. There's some pretty nice breweries out there. Oh, that outdoor area looks lovely. It's amazing. Yeah. That looks very, very cool. Food looks good. Place looks good. Beers look good. Yeah, nice. Very nice. Yeah, you well done. Um, yeah, so they um back to back, uh Rocky Ridge, White Lakes, Champion Medium Brewery. They make such good beers. White Lakes? Yeah. I think oh, you yeah. mentioned them on here before. Yeah, 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 yeah. But they gave me a box of beer when I went over there last year. Nice. And um, they were just great. Um, Where yeah, are they? They're good. Um, they are just near, south of, on the way to Margaret River. So they're sort of near, near um, uh, what is it, Bunbury, near Bunbury. Oh, really? Why didn't yeah. I go? You would have driven past it on the way down. It's not too far off the beaten it's track. It's just temporarily closed. Hey, on Google Maps. That sounds weird. Yeah. Oh no, it's on the lake. There we go. So it's Rockingham, south of Rockingham. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Baldivis. That's where it is. Um, which is basically that's not. Oh yeah, that's where it is. Yes. Um. So yeah, it's not too far out of the way, just south of Rockingham, between Rockingham and Mandurah. And um, yeah, great spot, beautiful spot. Um, really, really good beers. 
and um, yeah, good bunch of people. Oh, that looks cool. I wonder why it says it's closed. Hopefully, it's not closed. Um, all right, cool. Let's let's do the Hendo reacts. I don't have much in here, but we do have a lot of questions. So, be okay. many questions today. Do you want me to share my screen? Yeah, share your screen. Also, we're recording this at nine o'clock in the morning, which we probably yes. should point out, which is why yes. we haven't said, "Are you drinking beer?" We don't. We don't. We, I'm. I'm had I was out last night and I don't think that I could so this might be the first episode that one of us hasn't at least had one beer yeah well let's not make a habit of it <laughs> yeah true it was your idea to record at nine in the morning too. yeah well uh, it was either that or or nothing so anyway let's have a look all right share my screen there you go can you see that mate I can see the read AIs and the fucking yeah 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 okay got it Okay. There we go. All right, let's have a look here. Link one, Instagram. What do we got here? Okay. I'm on my laptop, which is no, slow. Oh, am I supposed to share sound? Oh, it doesn't matter too much. I, I didn't even know why I showed you this. I just thought it was fucking funny. What the hell is going on? Are they roller skates? explain what you're seeing right now. Uh, it's a guy with kind of roller skates. <laughs> uh, I'm strapped to his shoes. <laughs> and he can, oh, he walks a little bit faster than normal. Yeah. So it's like skating. It's AI-driven roller shoes. Radio. Well, what makes them AI-driven? Well, so they've got like eight little rollers on the wheels. Yes. And, and they and respond to your natural walking habits. So if you like kind of, you know, walk a little bit quicker. Yes. The wheels will go faster. Oh, Okay. So yeah. if you walk a bit slower, the wheels will slow down and you just walk normally. <laughs> and you can if power you walk quicker, through. you're just basically flying through all these people. You can power through a serious amount of uh, miles. Yeah. With that. They look kind of... Oh, walking downhill, they lock up so they don't, you don't roll down the hill. That's yeah, insane. I'm not sure how I feel about that. Uh, maybe if they integrated them into shoes themselves because they look like you, you're wearing sandals and socks. They look ridiculous. That's yeah. definitely true. <laughs> bloody hell all right next link wait was that guy carrying a pane of glass fuck that was weird okay next link all right facebook is it a group that i'm not in no, no you're in post. this group it's facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash boss and the brewer, boss and the brewer. yeah anyone wants to join uh, oh for fuck's sake people creeping on me where was that <laughs> that was june the 10th oh that was that gab's in brisbane this is brisbane gab's oh, there's you is that you that I'm talking to? No, I had the muscle. That the guy is not wearing a muscle shirt. Okay. Who are these people? I don't. Who, what in the? Who am I talking to? I don't know. Yeah. You're at the Yellowtail stand by the looks of it. Yes, yes, I'm at the Yellowtail stand. I wasn't drinking Yellowtail though. No. But I was. I don't know who I was talking to. I was pretty hammered, mate. Yeah, you weren't too bad. I, I, I definitely saw some people that were worse. That's not going to name. Oh names. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Definitely some people. Some... some who may have been in the twelve who were, who were worse. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, creeps, all of yours. All right. So that's Damien Rigby, that that photo, that creepy photo. Okay. One of the it 12. seems to be a bit of a habit now is that people take photos from a distance whenever I'm out doing something. Mm. <laughs> all right. Here we go. Uh, oh, another creep photo. Damien Rigby again. That's you. That is me that time. <laughs> what was that flannel? You? That's the accounts flannel you're wearing now. That's the accounts flannel. Yeah. I probably should have worn this one. The yeah, the dry hopping one, but that's okay. Yeah. Sometimes you got to do accounts. Yeah. Um, that's near the beer fan stand, so that would have been shortly after we got in there, I think. I don't know. 
Yeah, and do you notice same guy? It's Damien Rigby, yes. Damien Rigby again. Serial creep. Yes. So <laughs> very funny though. Very, very I like funny. this um I like this trend. It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I don't mind. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let me you can stop sharing screen. I'm gonna get to oh wait. Yeah. So that, that question there came in on email. The first question. What was that again? Um, how does Ian Watson get beer so clear with two weeks from grain to brain without filtration? That's um, by email. Oh, it'd probably be a question you want to ask Ian, but some of the things that I would do would be have a yeast that you know that can ferment fast and pass VDK quickly and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then the yeast has got to flocculate. So there's a couple of ways you can get yeast to flocculate. One way is to manipulate your water chemistry. Um, calcium is generally the thing that helps yeast to flocculate out. Using a yeast strain that does flock out quickly is also um, useful. And then you can use stuff like biofine and that sort of thing as well. So what about that Kavik stuff? You, you shared a, a beer with it, didn't you? Was that your Instagram? Oh, this week? Yeah. Yeah. I don't really like think too much about quick, quick, quake or whatever the fuck they call it. I, don't I thought know. you shared a thing saying you liked that beer. Was that you? I did like that beer. Yeah. The, the, like I shared an Instagram story, like the, basically that, um, um, I've tried a lot of Quake beers, and the, uh, this is which is the Norwegian yeast farmhouse yeast, yes. thing, and they've all been shite, right? Mm. And um, um, and homebrewers they love it because it's interesting, and you can ferment it at thirty five degrees, and it's fast, and you can do a four day ferment. That's the thing. I don't think Ian Watson does that, no. um, to the best of my knowledge. That doesn't really sound like his style, no. um, but I might be wrong. And um, uh, but this. Quite IPA that I had, which was there, which was where was I? Shapeshifter Brewings DDH Hazy IPA. It was bloody delicious. Mm. Like because they there was called Nordic IPA, and I sort of you know my ears pricked over. Is it called Nordic because it's made with quake yeast? And he goes, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh. yeah. He just straight goes over, grabs a glass, and hands me a taster, and I tried it. And I went, shit, that's really good. And I bought one and. And I went and congratulated the brewers afterwards. I said, that's really good. That's the best Quake beer I've had because every single other Quake beer I've had has been utter shite. Mm. So, yeah. Well, shout out to Ian. I, he, I thought he was coming to the to, um, Tipplers before yeah, Gabs. Yeah, you mentioned that. Yeah, because seen... his offsider um, was there and said he was coming, but I didn't see him. No, I didn't see him either. No, no, that's right. It's beer festival. Right. Okay. 12 questions. Right, yeah, hit me. Question, Stephen Kegel, who did come to the meetup. Yes, it was good to see him. Yes, he just gave a thumbs up. That's the question. Thumbs up then. So the, for the audio listens. Wait, let me do that with a screenshot, yeah. That's the episode <laughs> screenshot. Wait, let me do that again so you can see my thumbs up. Go again. <laughs> okay, good. Right. Cheers, Stephen. Um, right, Paul James, question, colon. How many times did the cook with Darren influences get mobbed at Gabs? Yeah, well, at least one. There was at least one cook with Darren fan there. Yes. Um, Paul Metcalf has has fessed up. Um, I think it was only one. But how is how is the the, the that TikTok TikTok account going? I'm fifty followers off five thousand followers. So <laughs> if you're listening to this. Follow us on TikTok because I want to get to 5,000. Okay. What's it called? Cook with Darren. Cook with Darren. 
on TikTok. Get on your phone, Hendo. You'll love it. No, I'm not putting that shit on my phone. <laughs> right, no, but the fa- the fanboying was definitely mostly uh, Boss and the Brewer 12 members, which was cool. <laughs> uh, all right, Brenton Shoemaker. Yeah. Question, Colin. What was the best style tasted scored in competition at the RABCA? Rabkas, yeah, it was the competition I just judged. So Brenton's from... Kickback Brewing down in Aldinga, just south of uh, Adelaide here. If you are in Adelaide and you go down to, uh, is it the Barossa or McLaren Vale, whatever the fuck it is down there, go south, right? Both of them are there. Yeah, both there, right. Okay, if you head down that way, uh, definitely call into Kickback Brewing in Aldinga. The beers are phenomenal. and yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really keen to go down there. Yeah. I love them. Yeah. And um, uh, there's so many good breweries here. It's Really, it's the scene here is really good. Really? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Big sheds kicking goals. The shape shapeshifter was excellent. Yeah. Um, I had um, oh one of the twelve had Dave Lavin. He happened to be in town at the same time. We didn't we didn't cross paths, but he was in from Perth, and he said he was at Lady Borough and he was digging the beers there. Nice. Um, what did I say? Shapeshifter was good. There's just yeah, I know. There's so many more that I haven't done yet. So I'm doing a brewery today though. Oh really? Before I get on the plane. Where are you going? Coopers. Oh, nice. Are you doing I'm a tour? A, yeah, I'm getting a personalised tour. Oh, wow. From, from Dave Medlin, who's um, um, who's the one of the technical brewers there. Oh, and, nice. um, and so he's good mate and we hang out where we hang out whenever we're judging and stuff like that. And, um, yeah, he, he I said, I've still never come past and my flight's not till 5 p.m. And he goes... Come by, and I'm, so I'm going to go by at eleven o'clock, and nice. and um and go and uh, have a check out Coopers, which I'm really excited about because they got the brewery, and then they got the maltings as well, mm. and then they they've got that new uh that that consumer experience thing happening as well. Are they have they broke ground because they're building a massive building and everything for that? Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's a big. So basically, they're putting like a, a pilot brewery, which is a 30, 32 hex system in. Right. And and so get this right. So if you get if anyone out there has ever built a brewery before, um, knows that you got to do your floor plan and stuff like that, right? Which you would have done, right? And um, and so the challenge that they've got is that the building is oval shaped. There are no 90 degree bends. Right. So imagine the challenge of placing tanks and pipe work and all that sort of stuff in a building that's round. Yeah, you're gonna lose a bit of space or you're gonna Yeah, yeah. or you've got to Bend curves, the steel, the the the, the boilermakers are going to have a bloody amazing time. That'd be cool if they did do that. Have all curved sort of bend up. curve pipework and stuff. Yeah, it'd be sick. <laughs> it'd be very expensive. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I'm looking forward to that, and then go to the airport and jump on the plane. So it should be good. Oh, that's cool. Um, oh, Adam Shell, which one? Uh, not that one. The other one. Ah, okay, cool. By the looks at that. Yeah. Um, question: Does anyone know what I was doing between the hours of about nine PM to close at Gabs? Uh, we we saw. Did you get interviewed by Adzi? At I didn't get interviewed, but I saw him there. Yeah, we were hanging out. So go and check out his YouTube channel, Aussie Beer Ventures Voyage Voyage Voyage. Sorry, Aussie Beer. Also Voyage. on TikTok for, if is you it, want to get on there. It? Yeah. yeah, and so. Basically, he was going around, had Joel with him, and they were just interviewing people. So they interviewed me for a couple of minutes while I was standing around at the hiker stand. And um, 
um yeah it was it was fast <laughs> i think he put a video up going on that ferris wheel thing yeah i saw that it went on the ferris wheel and he's done a bloopers video and all that sort of stuff so he's recorded a whole bunch of interviews with people but yeah it was that was funny <laughs> So I, I think that caps was the first time I participated in basically everything. Like I went on the Ferris wheel, which was just fucking stupid because those things are dodgy as. And the guy was the guy was fucking with me because he knew I hated it, and he just kept sending it around and around. I'm like, dude, <laughs> laughing and shit. That's probably what they did to Adzi as well. <laughs> yeah, and then I went to this. I went to the silent disco thing towards the end. That was sick. Yeah, and then um, and then we were like rocking out to the band at the end as well. That band was awesome. Yeah, it's so good. It was such a yeah. good event, man. That was cool. Uh, all right, Fergus Alexander. Should cool. other brew pubs that have pokies follow Matzo's lead and get rid of them? I can't. I can't think of many brew pubs who got pokies. Can you? Not really. I mean, I the closest thing, been... perhaps, maybe. I mean, Colonial Brewing owns a few pubs, but with pokies. Mm. Or, well, I don't know if they still do, but you know. They own some pubs, but um, bloody good idea because pokies suck. Yeah, but you, yeah, I mean, if, if if they need the pokies to stay in business, then maybe not. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, they can build a good business without them. Then yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Prediction: Canada GP haven't been talking much about F one lately. Oh yeah, we totally skipped on the yeah. last one race. Well, That'll we, be this weekend, right? At Canada's this weekend. Yes, yeah, so Spain was the couple of weeks ago. Um, I oh man. Canada's such an interesting circuit. 19th. Oh, yeah, it's on. Yeah, it's this weekend. This weekend. So practice will be tonight. Hopefully when I get home um, and have, sit on the couch and have a Jack Daniels and watch the practice. Nice. Um, I'm looking at um last year's result. Max, Max, Carlos, Science and Lewis in third. I think we'll probably expect the same thing, I think. Those Red Bulls are just fucking unstoppable. How's the new updates to the Mercedes? Yeah, the Mercedes is looking pretty good. They're pretty good now. It's very Lewis good. is about to Still sign his new contract. The Apparently, they reckon 90, 90-something million dollars a year. What's that? Lewis Hamilton's about to re-sign with Mercedes. For 90 million. A year. Because <laughs> drivers' wages aren't part of the cost cap. Dude, that is so much money. What would you do with 90 million dollars a year? And do you see the, 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 the deal that Messi's just done with, like... Um, some American Miami or something. Yeah. And yeah. it's like a deal where he like gets ownership in the, he gets like own the content and own part of the, the company and all this shit, as opposed to just earning a bunch of money. Okay. Because I think they're starting to realize that like people follow the athletes. They don't really follow the sport or yes. the team as much as they used to. Yes. Um, so he's like, well, if, if I'm going to go and play for you guys, I'm going to bring millions and millions of people to your brand. So I want a piece of that. Yes. But yeah, I don't know what these people do with that, that much money. That's insane amounts of money. Yeah, I'd probably go to the pub. I never thought Lewis would sign with another team. That makes literally no sense. Nah, nah. And least of all to go to Ferrari or something like that. It's not, it's not his jam. No, and he could just he could do three or four more years, and he could just be a Mercedes ambassador for the rest of his life, and just get millions of dollars just doing ads and shit for Mercedes. Yeah, yeah. Um, what sort of length of contract was he looking to sign? I don't know about that. The last one was only two years, I think. Yeah, okay. So I think silly he's... season now, isn't it? Oh no, it's after. I don't think the there's going to be much. Do you think there's going to be much? 
silly season this year. Yeah, like no, I don't feel like no one's really going to lose their. Like, is anyone going to lose their drive? Uh you might see. I don't know how long DeVries has got a contract for, but yeah, he did well. He did well the other week, though. I think. I think. I know yeah. he was sort of under pressure. Yeah, I think we might see Yuki wind up in Red Bull. You think so? I think so. Wow. Yeah. Why? He's just consistent. Mm. And he's he's you know he's very um uh you know he's consistently around that sort of eighth to twelfth place kind of thing. Mm. And he's probably taken that the Alpha Tower as far as it can go, you know, and and um um you know in the with the performance of the car and that sort of thing. So it I'm I'm just speculating, obviously, but yeah. um, you know, this is not Formula One advice, but um no. but definitely um I think Yuki could wind up in a Red Bull seat in the future, which would be very interesting. Do you think Perez is going to lose his job at the end of this season? Perhaps. Mm. Perhaps. You reckon they would replace Perez with Ricardo? They wouldn't do that, would they? Maybe. Maybe. Mm. But they could chuck him out to Alpha Tauri as well. Ricardo? Yeah. 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 I think he's I think he's just he's played it played it smart one year off the road, knowing that there'll be a seat around eventually and yeah. Just 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 pl- being part of the Red Bull brand and stuff like that. I hope so. Mm. I hope he's um I hope he's back in the car next year. It'd be good to see a, another Aussie on the grid because I just can't get behind Piastri. <laughs> oh really? I just don't feel anything for the guy. Oh, interesting. Okay. He, he's the guy who took Ricardo's seat, and I'm like. Yeah, but Ricardo was the guy who took Mark Webber's seat. Did he? More or less, yeah. At Red Bull. Isn't um Mark Webber is Piastri's manager, isn't it? That's Correct. right. Yeah. Yeah, payback. <laughs> <laughs> Payback's a bitch. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah I'm looking forward to being, being um, following Ricardo as the Aussie rep- representative. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to the Canadian Grand Prix. I think it's a good race. So yeah. Yeah, nice. All right, where are we? Um, Danchin over under who got closer. I don't know what that's about. What's that about? Did We didn't. Oh, did we, didn't we have an over under? We didn't have an over under on price, but we had an over under on whether it would sell or get passed in or something. Oh, think. did we? Let me. Let me um, I feel like we haven't done an over under for a long time. I didn't write it down. Huh. Yeah. No. Remind us what that was. Yeah. Luigi. Dan's got the over-unders in a Google Doc now, so it's important. Do you want to do one? About what? Uh, the Canada GP. Um Run of the day or something. What about um two Red Bulls in the, on the podium or not? Okay. Okay. Uh well, I'm going to go no on that. What do you What do you go? Would you say I'll, no? I'll, I'll go. I'll say yes. Okay. I'll say yes. There'll be two Red Bulls on the podium at Canada. Okay. Awesome. Yeah, Perez. I think he's going to shit. You reckon? Yeah, I think he's going to shit. He started off so well, and it's just like Max is just absolutely embarrassing him at the moment. Yeah. How's that score for the over under? By the way. I think it's still like five or something. To a uh, 
at Dixon Flano. Mm, where are you? How are we looking? Yeah, it's 5-5. Five, five. Okay. We need to do more. Absolutely. All right, question. All right, couple more questions. What have we got here? Uh, is Dan buying another house to renovate and fill with love and lexicon half? Uh, maybe. We'll see. He might buy <laughs> something already established that needs a paint, a lick of paint. Yeah. Uh, I mean, to be paint. honest, what's that? Hog bristle will come out again. <laughs> uh, yeah. To be honest, having a house that's completely white with like three kids running around, it's kind of stressful. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know if I would paint the inside and the outside of my entire house white again. Until I, I, had was... some, I had some more renovations done to my place this week. Oh, did you? Yeah, so the um, the main electrical switchboard in the building was from 1980s electrical standards, which is not particularly safe, and we had yeah. them all upgraded this week. So nice. I, had to, well, I had to go. We had an AGM. I'm the chairman of the body corporate committee. Yeah. And... Um, because no one else will do it, and I, I'm, the, I'm the only owner who actually lives in the building. Right. And um, and I said we need to upgrade this, so we had it upgraded this week. And then in a couple of weeks, all of the doors, the entry doors, and the doors out the back of the garages are getting upgraded. So the electrical upgrade would have cost a bit, hey? What's that? That electrical upgrade would have cost a bit. Yeah, it was about six grand. It wasn't too bad. No. The doors, though, thirteen doors, garage so doors. No, 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 no. People doors. Oh, okay. So the doors going into my apartment and all the oh. other lots that they're all getting replaced. But that's that's responsibility of the body corporate. It's common property. Yeah. Right. Well, the thing is, right, is that when you buy an apartment, you don't own the building. Yeah. You own it's. That's what's called strata. You own strata, meaning space or air yeah. or something like that. You only own the space inside the apartment. Yeah. Okay. Right, so you don't own the building, and so there. Well, I guess the front door is is the facade the of the building. So you, yeah, yeah, it's it's common property. So they all get they all get upgraded and that sort of thing. So yeah, it's pretty it's pretty good like that. Um, so they're the two major works going on the building. They'll all be done in a couple of couple of weeks, and 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 um, and then um, what we'll do, I think, probably next year, is is um, maybe a lick of paint. Um, would be pretty good for the building, and then the Lexicon other thing. That, half? Um, I think we can squeeze it in there. It's yeah. got the typical nineteen eighties Mission Brown. Remember so Mission Brown? Trying to bring it into the, the new era. It's time to bring it into the new era and get the Lexicon half on there. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah, I want to do that. I want to um get some privacy screens at the sort of at the rear end of each balcony oh, yeah. um, because at the moment you go out in your balcony and you can see everybody else's balcony and whether they're out there and doing stuff right yeah. um which is probably would have been okay in 1980 but not so much now people like their privacy yeah. so if every balcony has like a privacy screen at the rear right it doesn't matter because you don't look out that way because you're looking out towards mount kutha mm. um then um yeah that's um that would be pretty cool and some insulation for the ceiling because it's fucking cold in yeah, the winter right. and hot in the summer. You're on the you're on the top level. On right? top well, yeah. So it's basically tin tin flat tin roof. Yeah. Right yeah. Above me. And I've seen the insulation, it's not much chop, so we'd get that redone. Yeah, nice. Good call. All right, Louis G. When is Steve Hendo Henderson getting back to scooters? I remember when this pod was all about F1 predictions, home and scooter renos. I'm getting nostalgic. That's a good point. That's actually a really good point. 
And um, and yes, I've, I've, I'm going to get back onto the scooters. I have more time now, if you know what I mean. <laughs> so this, this, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to try and find the date of when you said that scooter would be done. We probably had an over-under on it. We, well, no, we did. We 100% did. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's so far back to, wait, Behemoth? QABC, better be. Oh, here we go. End of February. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you better is... score yourself on that one, mate. <laughs> I should get two points for that. No way. <laughs> you get your one, and that's all you get. All right, Damien Rigby, who wins the Gabs Creep Shot Awards? I think there's, there's no competition there. That's, there's it? no competition. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good work, mate. That was good. All right, um, and then that was just me replying to myself because it was eleven questions, and I wanted there to be twelve. Did you see um, um, my schooner post? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, schooners, Queensland schooner, which they call a pint here in Adelaide, and then a, a Adelaide schooner, which is a pot in Queensland. Wait, that? Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so they Queen don't have pints. No, then they have Imperial Pint. Oh, God. But how's, how's where, where both the places we went to on Friday with Mazin were um, pints and pots only? Yeah, as it should be. Well, no, not in Queensland. You should have schooners. Okay. Schooners is the only size you need. Mm, I like pints. Really? Yeah. Pints are fucking weird. But I think pints are part of the problems of why... We, you know, weren't feeling too well after that dinner, I feel like. <laughs> no, uh, it was the three bottles of red wine, mate. <laughs> right, Louis G, who had the best flannel at Gab's? Well, you were wearing a flannel. I was not wearing a flannel. I was wearing a flannel, but mine was more of a, yeah, mine was the accounts flannel, so it wasn't. I saw a few dry hop flannels. I think I actually, I don't own a flannel. I think I, it's winter. I should get one, hey? Well, if you win the over-under, you get one bought for you. Yeah, but I should buy one in the meantime. Hundred percent. Um, I'll get a I'll get a dry hop flannel. Yeah, definitely. I'll just get one from Gladfield. Get them to hook you up. Yeah, I'll have a look into that. Why Legit. not? All right. Um. Oh, Luke Cooper. Observation. It's great to catch up with a heap of brilliant beer people before, during, and after Gabs. Have a feeling I was served the big ABV beers on purpose, though, for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Coop being was cooked. <laughs> it was yes, good to catch up. Wow. Um. Wow, this is a long question. Barry Cranston, fortunate enough to be on a panel at Sydney Gabs in 2019, had a saison with Pepperberry and Lemon Myrtle, collab with Willie the Boatman. Right. The question for the panel was, what was the defining divide between legitimate infusion and gimmick? To my mind, the best examples are an excellent base beer, which is enhanced by the infusions additions. What are the views of fellow beer enthusiasts? That's a very thought-out question. About infusing fruit into beer he's basically saying what when is it kind of a legitimate you know a classy thing to do and when is it just a gimmick oh that's a good question um look i think fruit's an ingredient in beer and if you want to make something interesting and you think fruit can play play a part go for it what about the um the fucking pulled pork sanger or whatever we had at the, <laughs> the, the hiker 
<laughs> pork belly. Hold the pork. Um, that was interesting. <laughs> yeah. And then Moffat Beach had their beet, beetroot beer and, mm. you know, I think it's valid. And and you know what? Sometimes sometimes you can do something to a delicate Saison that makes that Saison just that little bit more sophisticated and that sort of thing. And sometimes you can just be a dickhead and put fruit in a beer just for fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And some one of the Gab's beers we did, one of the first ones we did was a Oyster Kill Patrick Stout. Yeah. And because I really didn't know anything about beer, I didn't know like Oyster Stout was a thing. I just thought this is fucking stupid. Yeah. And um, it was a really nice beer. It was just, it wasn't gimmicky at all. It was just, yeah. it just tasted good. Yeah. So why not? you do what you want. Both. That's why beer is excellent. Yes. All right. Now, final question from Aaron. How long does it take to walk from South Bank to South Bank on a Friday night? <sighs> so <laughs> let's do let's do a little bit of an exercise, shall we? No, don't share don't share my messages. No, no, I'm not going to share your messages. Okay. <laughs> okay. What was that place we went to? It was um, Ole Restaurant. Something like that. It was right near the plow in. Yeah, okay. So let's just uh, share my screen here. Okay. So here's Brisbane. Right. Right, there's the CBD. I can see and that. Then we, here's South Bank area here. Right. And in we went to we went to the plow in over here somewhere, had a beer, and then we walked over to um, Ole restaurant, Spanish restaurant, just on Gray Street, which is one of the yeah, main. You guys made me skull like the majority of a pint before because we were late. So let's just clear yeah, that's that fine. And here's the exhibition building where Gabs was. Gabs was right. sort of down here. There's Saccharomyces down there. So what was the name of your hotel? Uh, scroll up a tiny bit. I can't remember the name of it, but it was sort of it was where that says Peel Street. It was right there, top left of your screen. Up here. Yeah, it was right there. So that's like, okay. So let's go. Walking. Walking, correct. Yep. Peel Street, South Brisbane. There you go. Well, it says 12 minutes. 12. Oh, there you go. Perfect. Yeah, 12 minutes. But how long did it take you, Dan? Well, it took an hour and a half. Why did it take an hour and a half? Well, that's a good question. Um there, were, uh, there was some confusion about where I was staying to start with. Clearly, don't you like make a note or I don't know, check your room key. Maybe it's usually written there. Um. Yeah, no, I didn't do that. I didn't do that. <laughs> no. Um, and so, what were you doing? You were calling Erin about a dozen times, trying to find her, and it was at least a yeah, it was at least a dozen times ringing her, trying to explain where I was. Yes, and then her saying where we were staying and between those two conversations it was difficult to form an, a consensus on where i should go radio and, and so um, the, the 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 first building that you walked into on your way home that you yes. thought was your yours was it actually your building well see this is the this is the problem because where i was staying had like three towers okay so like it was it was the same block the same building but there was three towers in there all with different entrances so I did make it back to the building and then I got into the building, got into the elevator, went up to the level that we were staying at and then was able and then was able to get out of the elevator. But right. our room was not up that level because I was in the wrong building. 
And then what time was this? This was this was about an hour into the, Yeah, but what time was we we, we it was we about twelve thirty ish ish. One o'clock. It was one o'clock. Okay. <laughs> so here's random three three bottles of wine deep guy. It was three bottles room. between all of us. It wasn't. Yeah, that's wasn't, fine. Okay. So it, it it in the wrong building on the wrong floor. And what happened when you were were there in the wrong building on the wrong floor? Well, I rang Aaron a bunch of times and I was explaining that I was home. And she's like, I'm pretty sure you're not. I'm I'm here. You're not here. And then so we figured out that we were in the wrong building, that I was in the wrong building. So I got back into the elevator to go back down, but my swipe didn't work to get back down. Right. So the elevator doors closed and all the lights in the elevator went off. Oh, shit. And I was like, fuck, I'm, I fucking don't like elevators or heights. I, I think they're stupid. So I don't even like getting in elevators. Um, so then I'm like, how the fuck do I get out of this elevator? And eventually I pressed enough buttons, the doors open, so I got out of it again. And then after about 10 minutes, I was like, I have no idea how I'm going to get out of this building. I might as well just try again. So I went back into the elevator and the same thing happened. So I don't, I mean, I don't know anything about elevators. Is this like a security thing or like, like yeah. how is it okay to trap someone in a fucking building? <laughs> I don't know about that, but it's fucking funny. No, it's not. And then I got out of the elevator and then a couple, an Irish couple got out of that level and they were walking past me and I just ignored them. And then after like 30 seconds, I'm like, I, I shouldn't ignore these people. I really should fucking tell them what's going on and get them to get me out of this building. So I went and found them. And I was like, I think I'm in the wrong building. Can you guys swipe so I can get down and get out of the building? And they swiped me down. Then I went to the right building. And wow. Was... Yeah. So so to, to answer the question, an hour and a half is, is how long it takes. Well done. Well yeah. done. I remember my first gabs is, as the saying goes. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Right, mate. Good to talk, mate. You too, mate. I'll um chat to you next week. So easy. Enjoy yes. the Cooper's Brewery. Send us a well, photo. I'm probably going to have a Cooper's, I think. Hell yeah. See you, mate. See you, mate.